Hello, I'm Justin and welcome to the pickup line. Today we are going to be taking a little break from our recent discussion of orality and literacy, because um, I'm still reading it and processing my thoughts about it, uh, to talking about something else that's near and dear to my heart, um, synthwave music. Uh, so I'd like to talk to you a little bit about my history with this genre, which I'm kind of new to, coming coming to new, newly. Um, and I want to share an article that was released this week um, from listverse.com and that, that kind of did like a top 10 list of the most influential synthwave artists around. So, um, growing up, uh, my family was really into Bruce Springsteen music, which is was great. It, it was a great childhood musically, getting to be exposed to one of the greatest musicians and songwriters and performers that have has ever existed. And I, so I definitely grew up, you know, on the Springsteen train and, and I enjoyed every minute of it. My family was lucky enough to be able to go see a few shows throughout the years. Um, so it's been really, that was great, but I, I didn't, I never really branched too far out of that musical lane. Um, I've always kind of felt that way about music. I've always struggled to find kind of where I wanted to be as, as a fan of music, um, both of my brothers are successful musicians in different ways, and they definitely got mo most of the musical gene. I, I Before Springsteen, it was movie soundtracks. Like, I never quite found my, sort of my place um, when it came to what I, what I loved about music. But of course, I, I loved listening to Springsteen, and I, I devoured all of that as a, as a, you know, a young person growing up going to high school college I bought all of his records and memorized all the songs and I, I went really really into that eventually that kind of started to wane for me a little bit I I got to a point where I still enjoyed Bruce's music but it wasn't I wasn't as as into it as I as I once was and, and I found myself wanting something else something different something new um, for a while I was into alternative music so I would have my Sirius XM subscription and I would be sort of spoon-fed some new alt-rock music and I enjoyed that for a while um, that was really good you know I was into a lot of those kinds of bands um, you know like the Lumineers and uh, um, I'm trying to think um, uh, Sound Hound a um, couple of others you know kind of like these alternative rock bands and that was fun never quite felt like something that I could really latch on to. And then I guess it was around around 2016, 2017, 2018, right around in there somewhere. It was either my brother sent me something on Spotify and was like, hey man, you should listen to this song. And it could, it could potentially have been the song Days of Thunder because the movie Days of Thunder is like this movie that my brother and I will always watch in sort of a satiric way. It, it's not the best movie ever made, and there's all these little funny moments. It's a cool, it's a great movie. It's kind of has, it's steeped in sort of that 80s nostalgia feel, for sure. Um, and I've, I've always been obsessed with stuff coming out of the 80s. I was, kind of grew up in the 80s. You know, I love all the cartoons. I'm a big Stranger Things fan. Um, any of that sort of 80s dripped nostalgia stuff, I love. So it felt like an eye-opening and natural fit for me when I realized, wow, there is a music genre that is very much in line 
with this 80s nostalgia thing that I'm so interested in. And so I began exploring that genre. I didn't even know what the word synthwave meant, what the word vaporwave meant. I didn't know what these things even meant. Um, so I was listening to this song. I think the very first Midnight song I heard was Days of Thunder, perhaps, potentially. Um, I also had a buddy that I was playing a lot of online video games with named Brent, and we would play a lot of Overwatch. And every once in a while before the matches would start, um, he would play this, these songs uh, on Spotify on PlayStation through the headset for the group to hear. And um, I remember very distinctly him playing this song Gloria by The Midnight. And I was like, that sounds pretty pretty cool. I should check out this, this Midnight group. Um, and so that's what I did. Started listening to their music and it, it very rapidly became something that I, I really gripped onto hard. And, and, and over the last couple of years have found myself finally finding my niche in, in sort of as a music fan. And it's, it's with this genre of synthwave and it's specifically with the band The Midnight, um, comprised of two main members, Tim McEwen and Tyler Lyle. Uh, so Tim McEwen is, is um, I've never I've only I've met them I've met them both a couple of times I've only met Tim once at a, at a meet and greet before a show so I, I'm not an expert or, or someone who can speak to who these people really really are um, but from from a fan's point of view Tim McEwen is this really really good synthwave artist producer drum player keyboard player um, song maker uh, and Tyler who I've kind of uh, gotten more into because I've then recently, after, after discovering The Midnight, discovered that Tyler Lyle is also a folk singer who has all this other stuff with that's just him out there. And his story's amazing. Um, but it's the two of them combined, like 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 an 80s Voltron toy. Uh, come these, these two kind of di almost dissonant characters coming together uh, to create something wholly unique. Um, that's kind of where this discussion is going today and this this idea that the, what makes the midnight specifically stand out and is so special for me in the synthwave genre is the notion that like it's not just synth they're not just a synthwave band um it's it's the it's like it's this idea of the, the sum is greater than the whole the whole is greater than the sum of his parts like Tim makes amazing synthwave music Tyler makes amazing folk music when you put those two things together you've got this new thing um that synthwave, yes, but it has this folk music aesthetic hiding in the background that is so compelling. The lyricism of it, the songwriting, the the the, the, the pictures that are that are being painted by this band and their songs are incredible. And and to me, those kinds of ideas come out of that folk tradition of creating these stories, of painting these pictures in sound, in music, and that's what makes the Midnight so such a powerhouse group. Um, 80s aesthetic, synthwave, and folk traditions all wrapped into this amazing new thing. So this article from, uh, so that's my story with kind of how I came to the midnight and I've, you know, in the past couple of years I've, I've become even more obsessed going to see their shows whenever I possibly can, going to see Tyler Lyle um, live, who's an amazing guy, just as a side note. Um, really cool, just, just stayed before and after the show, just like walking around saying hi to people, just an awesome guy. From what I, a few times I've met him, he seems really cool. Um, so this article from listverse.com uh, came out about yesterday. The 10 most in influential synthwave artists. And they, they have a, a classification here. They do a, a top 10 list. But, you know, I don't know if this, this listing is really necessary. I think these artists and this genre, um, it, it feels more connected as a community than 
here's the most influential person doing the best work in the genre. Like, so take take this list with a grain of salt. Um, it feels you know we don't I don't think we need this kind of stratification. But coming in at number ten here that they have Nina, um, and the article says. Uh, Meet the German mother of Synthians. Nina made a name for herself after her single We Are the Wild Ones made its way onto the sci-fi TV show Being Human back in 2013. She built an impressive track record leading up to her 2018 debut album Sleepwalking and solidified herself as a powerful vocalist and an undeniably gifted writer. I'll have to check that out. That sounds awesome. Number nine is a band that I am definitely into, and the only reason I know about them is because of their collaboration with The Midnight, um, FM84. FM84 represents everything there is to love about classic 80s bands. List Verse says their 2016 uh, debut album Atlas is a dynamic ride that perfectly captures the nostalgic nature of synthwave that makes you want to get in your car and drive on a road full of palm trees during sunset. Um, <laughs> that is a very good description of what synthwave feels like. Um, who actually wrote this? JT Freighter. Okay, yeah, so JT Freighter wrote, wrote this piece. Uh, number eight is Tokyo Rose. Um, also known for his work with his best friend Alex, with uh, with who he has released two joint albums. The first one, Akuma, came out in 2017, and its sequel, Akuma 2, came out in 2019. Um, I'll have to check out Tokyo Rose. I've not heard of them either. Time Cop 1983 is great, again, because the, like their work with The Midnight is amazing. Um, Time Cop has explained over the years that his inspiration comes from cinema, more specifically from the 2011 movie Drive that started it all for him. Since he's, his start, he has collaborated with most of the best artists in the genre, and he shows no signs of stopping. Yeah, it seems like that movie Drive, uh, we could do a whole podcast about that, but yeah, that movie, of course, is very crucial. Uh, Jesse Fry? Um, some of the greatest artists in Synthwave did not come from the synth world. Jesse Fry is one of those artists. Originally a well-known rock girl in Texas, Jesse made a strong entrance in the genre during the summer of 2018. She teamed up with Time Cop on the song Faded Memory, an instant hit that made her an overnight sensation with fans. So I'm definitely going to have to check out Jesse Fry because it sounds a lot like um, what I just described sort of is what makes the midnight so magical. Number five is Starcadian. Um, Starcadian's albums, which he calls original soundtracks or ear movies, have a cinematic feel that, he, that distinguishes his sound from most synthwave artists. Um, again, another, another name I've not heard before, so this list is actually really awesome, and I'm going to check them out. Coming in at number four, surprisingly, is The Midnight. Any person who has dipped a toe in the world of Synthwave has heard this name before. To make it simple, the Midnight are essentially Synthwave 101 for anyone entering in this era. They became icons of the genre pretty much as soon as their first EP, Days of Thunder, hit the scene in 2014, and they since have been consistent with their success. Their 2016 debut album, Endless Summer, is a staple of the genre, and their 2017 follow-up, Nocturnal, became one of the first Synthwave albums to chart on Billboard's dance electronic chart, reaching number 17 upon release. Hey, good job, guys. That's amazing. Their music sounds like what dreams feel like. It will transport you right back to the 80s and make you feel so nostalgic, you will wish you could be in the next season of Stranger Things. With multiple albums and multiple sold-out tours under their belt, the Midnight are without a doubt the current frontmen of the synthwave universe, more so than any other artist currently active in the genre. Wow, that is some awesome and amazing praise for the Midnight. Great work there, I totally agree. Um, no mention of kids, which was stunning, uh, but yeah. Um, and their new album, America Online, will be out in time for pool party playlists, so let's go, um, whenever that is. Number three is Wayflow, gonna check them out for sure, 
Number two is Danger, kind of like a horror movie aesthetic. And of course, they list number one as Kavinsky, who in many ways in 2016, according to this piece, kind of really kicked off and launched the synthwave genre in a major way. Uh, the song Night Drive, um, of course, appearing on the soundtrack for uh, the classic synthwave-y kind of movie, Drive, with Ryan Gosling. So there you have it. Um, JT Freighter, founder of Listverse, wrote this piece, put together this list. It's a really good list. I'd encourage you all to check it out. You can find the link to it in the description of this podcast. I'll leave you with a little tune from uh, a new track from The Midnight that's coming out on their new record, America Online. You can hear a little bit of that here. And check them out. Check out all these artists. Support Synthwave as a genre. It's amazing. And thank you so much for listening to the pickup line today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll catch you next time. <laughs>